Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. Questions including, what are we missing when we work remotely? Or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking? From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to The Future of Work, a Pod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the Pod wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Daily Hammer, your daily news source when it comes to the Atlanta Braves as part of the Talking Chop Podcast Network. My name's Sean Coleman. Forgive me a bit under the weather, but the grind never stops when it comes to the Braves and their pursuit of the NL East title. Of course, you can find the Daily Hammer, the Talking Chop Podcast, and the Road to Atlanta Podcast all at TalkingChop.com and at Talking Chop across all forms of social media. My name's Sean Coleman. You can find me at StatsSAC, and you can find the Daily Hammer across all forms of podcast availability, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, the Odyssey app, wherever you find the Talking Chop podcast, that's where the Daily Hammer will be. It will ask that you listen, review, subscribe, let us know what you think of the show. We always want to make sure we're providing content that is relevant to our listeners' preferences. When it comes to the Braves, here's the latest from Atlanta. So the Braves on Sunday and Monday finally got the bats going and were able to stop a four-game losing streak on Sunday and then back it up with an absolutely outstanding offensive performance on Monday in the desert, highlighted by Adam Duvall's mammoth home run in Arizona. Well, on Tuesday night, the stage was set for things to perhaps be a bit more interesting, as the Braves went exclusively with the bullpen game approach as Tuki Tassat spot the rotation that just the reliability on Tassat was not there after his struggles in several previous starts over the past several weeks and months. And so the Braves went with a bullpen option using Jesse Chavez as an opener. Thankfully, the Braves offense made sure that it was going to give the bullpen plenty of runs to work with. Starting with Austin Riley, he did his 30th home run of the year, a two-run home run in the top of the first. Ozzy Albies backed that up a bit later in the game with a two-run home run of his own to make the score four to nothing. While the bullpen did struggle a bit after that, specifically Drew Smiley gave up the lone run of the game to the Diamondbacks. The bullpen overall remained solid. The Braves added a few more runs, including a solo home run for, from Jorge Soler, who certainly seems to have found comfort in his new spot in the lineup at the top of the lineup in the leadoff spot, and the Braves were able to win the game. Six to one. Obviously, the power once again was on display, and it was good to see a few other things that developed there in this game. Jorge Soler obviously settling into that leadoff spot. Ozzy Albies getting his power stroke back after he had struggled a bit over the past week or so. And another 
small but significant development. Though he had dropped down to 8th in the order, Dansby Swanson had two consecutive singles towards the end of the game, including an RBI single that drove in the 6th run of the game. But the highlight of the night was Austin Riley connecting with his 30th home run of the year. And it put him in some pretty significant company when it came to 30 home runs by a third baseman at 24 years or younger in both Braves and Major League history. Austin Riley became only the second Braves third baseman at age 24 or younger to hit 30 or more home runs, produce 90 or more RBIs, and 280 or more total bases in the season. The only other Brave to do that, Eddie Matthews, who did it four times between the ages of 21 and 24 in the 50s. But to also highlight just how special of a season Austin Riley is having at his age. Here's a few of the names that have done the same thing Riley did this season. 30-plus overs, 90-plus RBIs, 280-plus total bases in a single season at the age of 24 or younger. Some recent third basemen who have done that. Rafael Devers, Manny Machado, Nolan Arenado, Ryan Zimmerman, Miguel Cabrera, Ryan Broad, David Wright, those are the names that Austin Riley has joined in terms of how special his production has been this season at as young of an age he is. Now, it's far too early to tell if Austin Riley is going to have the trajectory of some of those names when it comes to the rest of his career, but it once again highlights just how special of a talent Austin Riley is becoming and just how historic his production is this season, which is going to be very, very promising for the Braves, not only for the rest of this season, hopefully into the postseason, but the future as well. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. A few other news and notes pertaining to the Braves away from Chase Field with the Braves being in Arizona. Both the Gwinnett Stripers and the Mississippi Braves are in the minor league playoffs, and the Braves' postseason, the Mississippi Braves' postseason started last night. It unfortunately did not go as planned. A 7 1 loss to the Montgomery Biscuits. The Gwinnett Stripers will start their postseason run you know, in the near future, but both AAA and AA affiliates of the Braves are in the playoffs, so make sure to stay tuned to Talking Chop. For the latest on those developments, it certainly will be fun to see some of the Braves' future players star on center stage when it comes to the minor league playoffs, hopefully with some key victories upcoming over the next few weeks. Another pertinent development when it came outside the Braves organization, but certainly has plenty of impact on the future of the Atlanta Braves when it comes to this season, was the Philadelphia Phillies getting at last at bat two-run double off the bat of JT Real Muto to be able to defeat the Baltimore Orioles 3-2. The Phillies certainly have struggled more than many have anticipated with the Orioles visiting Citizens Bank Park. They were shut out and lost on Monday night, but were able to get a key victory in their last bat on Tuesday night 
to stay within three games of the Braves in the NL East, so it certainly is a positive for the Braves with each passing day that they can go without that lead in the NL East shrinking. And another development came in terms of a roster transaction. The Braves claimed catcher Chadwick Thop off of waivers from the San Francisco Giants. Now, this probably has very little, if any, bearing on the Braves roster for the rest of this season. William Contreras is going to be Travis Darno's backup going through the rest of the season and likely into the postseason. But the significance of this roster move, in, in, in the opinion of many, is that it likely indicates that trade deadline acquisition, Stephen Voke, his season is probably in jeopardy considering his hip injury earlier this month. Though nothing has been official yet, this move was for organizational depth, and it seemed like it seems like Stephen Voke may be done for the season with his hip injury. Of course, the attention turns to today, and that would be with Ian Anderson on the mound tonight against Merrill Kelly and the Arizona Diamondbacks. Now, Ian Anderson has certainly looked more like himself over the past two starts in terms of his stuff leading to strikeouts. He's made four starts since returning from the IL with shoulder discomfort. In his first two starts, he didn't have any strikeouts. Over his past two starts, he's had 16. But the more concerning developments over those four starts for Ian Anderson is that in 19 and, two thir 19 and one thirds innings, he's allowed 10 walks and six home runs. Include those six home runs have come over the past three starts. With Merrill Kelly, who has struggled a bit in the second half of the year, Merrill Kelly is going to provide decent competition tonight for Anderson. For the Braves, the hope is certainly that he can regain his control and his ability to keep the ball in the ballpark to give the Braves the best chance to win tonight's game. They should be able to. The, the Braves certainly should be favored in this game once again, but the hope is, is that Ian Anderson can continue to show incremental improvements. He's shown that in terms of his ability to strike out the opposition over the past two starts. Now, the hope has to be that he can limit his walks as well as the home runs and can allow the Braves to have the support they need for their offense to take over once again. Thank you so much for joining us here on the Daily Hammer. You again can find the Daily Hammer, the Talking Chop podcast, and the Road to Atlanta podcast all at TalkingChop.com and at, all, at, uh, at Talking Chop across all forms of social media. My name's Sean Coleman. You can find me at StatsSAC on Twitter. It's been a pleasure. Go Braves. We'll talk to you tomorrow here on the Daily Hammer. 